Mo Better Vibes. Mo Better Vibes. Hey, what's going on with y'all tonight? It's our fourth session. We back tonight with the topic, seems so wrong, but feels so right. What's the first thing that comes to mind? Actually, before I even do that, let's do the introductions because we got a couple new people in here tonight. So we got our usuals, minus Bud tonight. Karina, what's up, what's up? Hey, hey. Juju. Hey. We got Ash back in here. Hey. Uh, Connie. Hey, go crazy, baby. Tracy. What's good? Dorian back in here. Hola. So tonight we got, you know, some of our, uh, some more of our group members. We got Casey in here tonight. What's poppin'? We got Chantel. Hey, y'all, hey. <laughs> we, and we got Lawrence. Hello. So... <laughs> So tonight, y'all, we're we going to get started on the topic. Seems so wrong, but feels so right. What's the first thing that comes to mind when you think of those guilty things right there? <laughs> <laughs> Eating a half a tub of ice cream. Mm. Eating a mm -hmm. half a tub of ice cream, for real? Out of all I think it depends on what kind it is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when it's your favorite kind, it's nothing it's not wrong with that, shirt. right? Um, like, I'm gonna say binge watching ratchet reality TV shows. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's a good one, <laughs> right? I know I shouldn't do it, but you know what? It just reminds me that there are people messier than my life. So <laughs> okay, okay, but you don't want to drag that into your life watching it. Oh no, it's, it's hard though. It doesn't look like that. Yes. So I'm gonna say for me, procrastinating. Because it's a lot of times where I just know I need to do stuff, but at the same time I'm like, I don't feel like it. I don't even care. I'm just gonna I'm chilling. And then until it's time for me to really go do what I really need to do or go get what I really need to get and I can't do it and I'm just shit out of luck because it's like you knew damn well you should have been procrastinating. You knew damn well. I have one, guys. I'm going to take it a little deep. When you have to compromise your feelings or emotions about something you truly believe in for others to, I guess, accept your thoughts about it so they can feel more comfortable. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I don't whatever, do that. Whatever you feel, whatever you feel is right. Like, that's just, that's that's what you, you, you stand in your truth. But... When you have to sit there and say, oh, no, I don't like this person. I don't like this. Just for other people to feel good and for them to agree mm -hmm. with you, you lie. No. I don't sugarcoat. Yeah, but it's a lot of people that do do that. Mm -hmm. And and people really like, they get, they make their way through life moving like that. And that's not okay. Mm -hmm. That's not necessarily okay. And sometimes it is, sometimes it depends. I would say it depends. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people are taught to do that by family members. Because a lot of us have um, destructive family members, but you learn how to kind of get along just to keep the peace. And mm -hmm. then it extends, like when you get grown, it extends to your friendships, it extends to your social settings and stuff like that. So I mm -hmm. definitely understand where that might come from and why that might be a necessary skill, even though it, it doesn't feel great. Right, right. I agree. I resonate with that all over because of like, 
how I have my friendships and things built with like women in certain ways that I have to, I can't, I can't say, I wouldn't say like, say what I want, but I don't express myself totally because I don't want to like, like, you know, be beautiful. Yeah, basically, I don't want to step on nobody's toes. And then they'd be like, well, he da-da-da. And I'm like, well, I just kind of just don't see it the same way you do. But I'm not against the way that you think about it. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, I think I'm passive-aggressive like that, too. Like, And I don't even think it was, like, forced on me. I just, like, I guess that was almost my interpretation of being a good person. Like, okay, you know, just be more agreeable, kind of just, like, passive aggressive so i never i'm never intentionally or directly mean it's like okay i just try to find a way to like try to get what i'm trying to say across without it sounding harsh most of the time just means i'm just not saying it like anybody disagree with that though like somebody i didn't see who it was i disagree okay i don't i definitely do not like and I, I don't want to say I don't share people's feelings, but I kind of don't because I'm like a it is what it is type of person. And I know that stems from like me, how I grew up, like especially my mom dying when I was at a young age. Like that's something that was kind of like, you know, it is what it is. It's nothing that I can do about it or nobody else. Especially if it's not something that's wrong, I'm definitely not gonna, you know, hold back on whatever I have to say. You know, I'm not. I'm definitely not gonna be harsh about it, but I will say what I have to say. Now, how you take it, I apologize if your feelings were hurt, but I'm definitely not apologizing for what I said. Mm-hmm. Right. I won't apologize. I won't apologize for the harsh truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree with that. I don't apologize for the truth. It is what it Absolutely. is. How you take it when I'm trying to, like, in the nicest way possible, explain to you what I mean by something. How you take it after mm-hmm. that is not, ain't got nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just now getting to the point where I'm kind of going in the opposite direction because I feel like my friends were the type that would always come to me with problems and I would feel responsible for helping them fix it. And mm-hmm. that does have a lot to do with how I grew up because I grew up with my mom being sick and me having to take a lot of responsibility for my sister. So I, I'm the fixer. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I do. I try to fix stuff. I try to support other people. I try to, you know, give suggestions. That's that's my go-to. But I found that as I got older, people would become comfortable when I tell me stuff because they assumed I was judgmental just because I'm telling them, like, yo, that's not – don't do that. That's not good for you. Or, or you know, uh, well, you're trying to tell me something – and my first instinct is to help you solve it instead of just to listen. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm working on backing off and just being supportive. And then if you want my support in terms of the problem-solving piece, you have to ask for that from this point forward. Mm-hmm. Because I was stressing yeah. myself out trying to save other people who weren't even yeah, ready to move to that next step yet. And they had the mm-hmm. right not to move yet. Like, that wasn't my job to push them to that. And it wasn't my job to put that much stress on myself either, watching them not do it. So, I don't know if I'm finding that balance now. I did the same. I had to do the same thing. You did. I was definitely like the, oh, we gonna go ask Dorian because he usually gives out good advice. And then I sit there and talk about you not listening. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. I basically told you the end of your your game and you was like, that ain't gonna happen. Mm -hmm. And I had to learn how to do that 
Like I can't fix everything. I need to just be there. Just be quiet. Go ahead. Right. <laughs> I feel like someone has to ask me now directly. Like now I try to, someone talks to me about something. Cause I used to get attention to a feel actually. People ask everything and like for opinions or anything like that or advice. And I had to change just like my approach to it. Cause like at first it was just like, I'm offering you my opinion and maybe how I would deal with the situation. And now, like, you have to ask me that. Like, if, for example, my friend is like, oh, my boyfriend did this. Would you deal with that? Kanee's not dealing with that shit. But you might you be dealing with it. Mm-hmm. You know, at me. So I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. watch both sides. I try to present both sides of the situation, maybe his perspective and maybe yours. And then you have to ask me specifically, like, what would you do before I offer that up? Because... I'm not gonna put my necessarily what, how my expectations or situations on anybody else. I'm like, okay, well, maybe a more general idea of things. So that way, like, it's not judgmental or it's not hating. It's just like this is a very general both sides of the situation kind of perspective. Right. Mm-hmm. Like the perspective your therapist will give you, like, real general. Like, you figure it out. <laughs> and right, especially right. piggybacking off of that, especially when it comes to the relationship thing. Mm. My friends, no, you you got two times with me to come tell me something about your significant other. Mm-hmm. After that, I don't, I like, I really don't want to hear it no more because at this point, you just allowing the behavior, right? And it, like you, you, mm-hmm. you like it. That's a big one. Mm-hmm. You an enabler. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of like what I was gonna, kind of like what I was gonna touch on next in a way because I was gonna say, have you ever like, do you ever feel like you just have to like intervene with like certain situations when it comes to friends and family? Like, you know you don't need to be doing that. This ain't I right. Feel like it depends on the situation. Yeah, I feel like if it's life or death or something, that's mm-hmm. when you can. But I feel like if you're, you're like, allowing yourself to constantly get played or cheated on, whatever the case may be, you obviously deserve it. Because I have that situation kind of with, like, my friend. She's always complaining, but she still decides to say like mm-hmm. I'm just not understanding why you would keep doing that and I've reached a point in life like I'm not allowing none of that because like I said I go to therapy you're not about to bring me back 10-15 steps behind we we still going right. forward I'm, I'm in a process mm-hmm. of growth. that's all I promote mm, that's good and it's all up to the person as well too because you can like oh, feel yeah. like right trying to reach out to them and help them out and stuff like that but at the end of the day they still don't have to listen to you they don't you know they're gonna do what they want to do okay mm-hmm. that is true yeah. let me add one more thing with that so in the past like i've had situations where i was that person not like actually about like relationship it could just be like things i was doing like drinking too much whatever main being irresponsible and i mm-hmm. just feel like if if you want to do that like it's fine but if you want to learn the hard way it's fine but it's better to not learn that way because it's like, 2020 we all grown we all grown mm-hmm. right my uncle taught me best he said look sometimes you just gotta let people bump their head and ain't nothing you can do about Absolutely. it <laughs> just mm-hmm. don't let them bump their head mm-hmm. Some advice my dad told you, didn't, me before. You, didn't, you didn't give birth to these people you can you can only say so much like I always told myself, mm-hmm. like, regardless if it comes to, like, best friends or something, I'd rather someone advise me to do something. Like, I've had multiple best friends in the past that say, you need to do this. You need to do that. Like, no, I'm not about to listen to you. 
I'm going to learn the hard way. And even if I don't learn the hard way, and I say, oh, well, maybe I have another option to take or I have another path I can go down. And I may mm -hmm. learn a different way and it may be wrong, but still it's kind of like, just why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like, kind of linking it back to the overall topic, why do we do that? Like, we know we're not doing what we need to do, but we will reject Thing that we know could probably help us. Just as the topic says, because it feel good. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. Okay. I was exactly. gonna say, is it just the, the just the human nature in this? Because at, we do have our own kind of stubborn moments. We all do, and sometimes we don't learn until we find out on our own. You know. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then it also goes to that what. An outsider sees and somebody you share a different you know you look at somebody differently just like for example y'all all know my sister's ex-husband I couldn't stand him from day one when they were 16 years old and they got married when my sister was 26 and I never liked him from the jump but at the same time it's like it's only so much I can say to my sister about it because she's looking at him in a totally different way than how I look at him. I look at him like a regular nigga. She looking at him like the person who she's so in love with and they got an intimate relationship. It's just, it's not the same. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm. I don't know. I think, I don't know if it's human nature or like for me, I was always made to feel like when I was being a responsible one that I wasn't fully living my life. Well, you need to go out and experience stuff. How you gonna know what you like and what you don't like? Blah, blah, blah. If you don't make a couple mistakes, da, 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 da. So then there's that like balancing act between, okay, do I need to go out and be reckless a little bit to learn more? Or do mm -hmm. I need to like act like I got some sense? Cause I know that that's gonna hurt and I don't wanna have to worry about spending my energy on healing when I could be spending my energy on moving forward. So like, I, I want that also teaches um, us that you have to be reckless in order to grow and i don't always agree with that like you can be stable and still have a good life like <laughs> this that's very true but think about the people that take big risks in life you really want the you the i think that's more what it is like i understand what you're saying but i think it's that whole risk reward package thing going on in, mm -hmm. in our lives like yeah i'm i'm pretty sure most people be fine if they led an easy life always got paid on time blah 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 but it's some people out here there shit if i could go take a chance and i might make a hundred thousand just this week instead of that measly ass two thousand a week i've been making i mean uh -huh. yeah but if the possible <laughs> consequence is jail i'm just gonna yeah. say uh -huh. like, like, right I mean, well, well you ain't gotta do something that, that extreme right, right. Say, it's also things like you never know like it's like i, I look at it this way people that make music it's somebody out here that probably got a song that is banging hard as fuck that don't nobody know about because mm -hmm. they want it out Always. that risk could be a million dollars right there bam but they scared to take it no i'm not talking mm -hmm. about those kinds of things i'm talking about like i was having this conversation and you know you you know how like little games or whatever happen you be like never have i ever type situations yeah mm -hmm. like i'm i'm not one of those people that has done a whole lot of crazy stuff so they was trying to get me out and they couldn't find stuff and they're like oh you boring you ain't even lived and i'm like i'm sorry that never have i ever uh drove my car off a cliff because i was drunk. <laughs> 
that's just not you. That's just not you. Like, if if y'all want to go drunk drive, you go right ahead. I'm going to look at you funny because I think that's stupid because you're putting other people at risk to just yourself. But because I've been responsible. But I feel like there's a lot of people who deep down feel guilty for their recklessness, so they try to make other people feel guilty for not being reckless. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Like that. That makes sense. I don't know. I don't know if that's everybody or what, but like a lot of my experiences with friendships ending have been because I felt like I was actually being judged for being the responsible friend. Like mm. being lame, being called boring, whatever the case was, because I didn't want to be out there being reckless. And I'm like, but if that's you, that's you. Like somebody needs to be able to bail us out of jail. Like, right. And mm-hmm. you, that ain't nothing wrong with that. I used to be that person. Like she is. Uh, everybody gonna go get drunk. I ain't drinking. I don't go smoke this weed. I could drive us home. Like, you know. But I'm still taking a risk smoking weed in public. Right. But when they play Never Have I Ever, have you ever done something so simple as that? <laughs> Maybe, you know, like <laughs> on the on the main road where a cop can pull over, like nigga, what did you do? <laughs> mm-hmm. Like I've done dumb stuff like that, which ain't like I don't see that's taking a risk, but like shoot, it was a little risky, I guess. Right, right. It, I, I other, guess it depends on how you look at it. Cause, yeah, because I mean, other people mm-hmm. look at me like, you really gonna smoke weed out here? Walking out, yeah, the, like, and yeah, blah, blah. I will. Like, I'll yes, roll I this up right here in your face and smoke it. Yes, <laughs> I'm about to roll this bitch up and smoke in the middle of the street. I don't care, but that risk yeah. is also different in states where it's legal because it ain't illegal, it's not legal in Ohio yet. Like, oh, I, was doing, I was doing it in Michigan before it was legal, like, I didn't give a shit. Yeah, I did too. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say too much legal information, but yeah, I got caught up with the cops because I did some stuff with some just weed. That was. It was just weed. I'm it's not. It's just like really. I wasn't selling it. None of that. It was less than two grams on me. And yeah, they they got me. I was in court for like a whole year. <laughs> yeah, like, under the jail. They knew they couldn't arrest me though because that's how you know it's not that big of a deal. It wasn't that big of a deal because mm-hmm. they could have arrested me. They took my vehicle. Mm-hmm. But bitches, you know. Well, you know, I went to a party school and I watched certain individuals get away with a whole lot of nonsense that we wouldn't have gotten away with. So I already know. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. On that note. <laughs> <laughs> get one mm. of them on here to ask them what seems so wrong, but feels so right to them. Probably racism, because um, eating coochie. They hate us. <laughs> no, you didn't. What? <laughs> Why, why I, look, okay. The reason I the reason I said right. that is because when I was younger, I was against this. I don't y'all can bash me when I was your ninth, uh, like you know, in high school. I was like, I'm not eating coochie. Who about to do something like that? That was everybody back then. I had homeboys in high school that was eating coochie at ninth grade. That was not everybody. Yes. The hell you gonna well, know anybody who did that in high school? They was telling you that they was doing it. They wasn't telling us. They was lying, telling us them, they did. Them <laughs> niggas was ahead of their time. I'm like, what is? I can't do that shit. Like I'm no, but yeah, like at first I I I took it as it wasn't nothing. That it was like you know I thought it was bad. You know uh, that Jesus and them was gonna look over my shoulder like you. 
really down there eating on her coochie like that, huh? So I oh thought it was bad, and then I found out it was better than expected. It was like, oh yeah, I, I, I fucked this. I, I fucked this. And now you just gotta upgrade to the next level, and then you really be alright. I'm never going to upgrade, Miss. I'm putting, oh. a, I'm, putting a, uh, I'm putting a level cap gym on. I don't want to go past this level. I want to stay right. <laughs> yeah, here we go. <laughs> I gotta master my craft first. Okay, I don't think I'm ever gonna master it. <laughs> on purpose. Believe in yourself. <laughs> so let me uh, ask y'all a question. Do y'all feel like um, actually being in like committed relationships before marriage is wrong? Or do y'all feel like that's the right thing to do? Like, no. literally, like consider yourself committed. Like literally everything you do without a is marriage type. Person? Oh, yeah, you mean like, like common law? Huh? You mean like a like being in a, a committed relationship, like, like y'all doing yeah, marriage? Like what I just got out of. I just got out yeah. of a seven and a half year oh, relationship, mixed, and everything is based on we even. We I even have mixed views. I, I I won't even listen. To I have mixed views. I'm. I we won't actually. I'll comment on this. What I'll say until you um, get until we are engaged. I we both we doing what we want to do because once we get engaged, okay, now we for real for real on the road to marriage, like. You can tell me right. a thousand times. I be, okay, I've been with you for a year and a half, and you like, oh, I'm going to marry you one day. Oh, okay. You can say it a trillion times if you want to, but until you actually take some type of initiative and show me that that's what you want, it's nothing but a grain of salt to me. Right. Hmm. I agree. Like, I I think it's, it's a difference between being like morally wrong and being like a personal preference. So I don't judge anybody who wants to do all of that. Um, who wants to play married when there's no actual commitment situation going on? But that's not what um that's not what I want to do. Like, yeah, that's just not what I want to do. I would say, um, traditionally, you know, you know, marriage goes back to uh, you know, not the beginning of uh, humankind, but pretty far back. Um, the legal part of marriage, though, is fairly new as far as history goes. That That's not too um, old, actually, only about the 1900s, where we enter a contract uh, with the other person. Before, it was more of a trust issue. They didn't even have rings in back in the day. Um, so traditional marriage was more like a committed relationship. You pick a person, you decide, hey, me and this person, yes. we're going to build together. We're going to have some hard times, we're going to have some good times, but through it all, we're going to stick together I think people are too quick today to jump out of, you know, to quit, to jump out of something as soon as they see, you know, something bad or, you know, some, you know, there's a bad experience or there's a bad conversation and they jump out of the situation or they're too quick to, you know, to dabble, you know, and I'm guilty of this myself, but, you know, you always have somebody on the side uh, just in case, you know, the just in case thing don't really work well for building, you know, really Nothing. passionate long-term relationships. Um, I feel like, though, definitely before marriage, I feel like you should be in a committed relationship, definitely, one-on-one, -on -one, no no side chicks, no side pieces, no ifs, ands, or buts. And then once that's over and done with, you know, once you guys have established something there, I believe it's the man's job to, like you said, put the initiative forward and, you know, try to get that hand in marriage. I think that work, it works better, I feel like, that way. Hmm. He was too long-winded. <laughs> But um, I'm sorry, that's a takeaway from what you were saying. Um, I was going to add to the part what you were saying about 
marriage being fairly new, like with the contract stuff. So the other day with that post that was saying like the girl or the guy paid the girl's student loans off instead of giving her a ring and mm -hmm. she was, I guess, ungrateful mm -hmm. or whatever. They were saying that in the, in the comments that some company back in the day had said, hey, we, we have this engagement ring Yep, and that's yes. basically how engagement engagement ring started. Mm -hmm. um, so it never was like a ring or anything. So now, like, just me thinking about stuff like that. I don't like. I'm not necessarily materialistic. I'm very frugal. If anyone notices, but um, yeah, I, I I agree with everything with Lauren says. Like, I feel like people shouldn't take things to heart like that like just live your life we all gotta die one day but that's all I gotta mm -hmm. say it's too long with it mm -hmm. um I agree with both of them for me it's just like that topic of would you move in with your boyfriend no I would not never would I ever if we don't have some type of serious commitment going on I'm not living with you like I'm not uprooting my entire life you uproot your life, we get in a place together, then hypothetically, we don't work out. Now, we got to decide who about to move out or who about to do this, who about to do that. Like, no, that's not happening. And then, like, uh, as far as the post, like, uh, what um, Lawrence was saying about people, they would, you know, stick, out, stick it out with each other through the tough times and nowadays uh, we are so quick to just give up the difference is like with me a lot of guys especially our generation they don't want to be the provider and protector of the household so it's like what am I really getting from you that is making me even want to stay anyway you know it's not like I'm really gaining something from you because if I'm coming in we doing 50-50 okay, I can leave and take my 50 and go add me another 50 and be straight by myself and you can too. I ain't, mm -hmm. oh, you done? I don't want to feel like I'm cutting anybody off. because I'm finished. All right, all right, all right. So, um, I, I, first, I do got a question for Juju as well, but I ain't going to say it yet. But um, what, what, do we, what do we consider a the length of a committed relationship? Because I feel like if you're going to um, if you're going to feel like you want to be committed to this, this male or this this uh woman you're dating or whatnot, and we've been dating for maybe like about six months to a year, because it only takes I don't know how it is for women, but I know for a guy, it's a fact for sure. It only takes six months to a year to know we actually love you for real. Then it takes maybe another half, and it takes another six months to another year to know we want to be with you for the rest of the uh our lives or whatnot. So oh, yeah. if we want to know each other for real in depth of how we want to make this relationship work or how we got going on. I feel like you should definitely want to move in with that person to see how they are because when you're living apart from each other, you don't understand how they are when you're with them in the same household because people things change immediately once you're that, mm -mm. that close to somebody or whatnot. And uh, I didn't even pay attention to her. And, uh, <laughs> when, you, when, you, when you finally get to learn somebody for real, uh, when you've been with them, you will know if you can actually deal uh, with the kind of person they are or whatnot. And that's how you grow better with each other than versus me staying way over here and that person staying way over there. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like, you know, it, you ain't got to do it quick. You ain't got to be like, oh, we've been together for four months. Let's move and get a house together. No, 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 no. I ain't saying that. 
Uh, however, I feel like you should definitely want to move in eventually within like a year, not like within a year, maybe a year and a half. You should want to move in with your spouse every day. And then my question to you, Juju, was uh, you say um, earlier, you said, you know, until the person, the dude shows initiative that he wants to actually marry you or whatnot, y'all can do your own thing or whatnot. But you just mentioned, which you just stated uh, recently, that you want to do a committed relationship. You want, to, you want to take it serious. How can you say that when you just said until he shows this that he want to marry you that you go do your own thing? I'm confused at what you're trying to say. Like, if this is what I'm saying. Showing initiative would be basically you just got really got to just flat out say it. If you don't say it <laughs> or you don't ask, ask me or whatever, I'm just not about to assume nothing. Like a lot of times us women, we deal with guys, everything going, you know, good or whatever. We assume it's something serious. Then we get all in our feelings. Then he busts our bubble. Like we wasn't even in a relationship for real, or we wasn't this for real, or we wasn't that for real. So if when it comes to me, you got to tell me flat out, or you got to ask me flat out. Like I'm not assuming anything. I, I feel you on that because our generation of men are definitely trash. So I understand you on that. Oh. Sure. Go ahead, Dad. So I'm a, I I kind of just feel like you know. <clears throat> see, well, I got into my long term relationship when I was 19. Had I known then what I know now, I definitely would make. I, I would my perspectives on relationships would have been more so like what Juju just said. First of all, I never would have lived with him. I stayed with him. I moved in with him literally three months after we hooked up. We stayed together seven and a half years. Wow. So um, the things I went through with this man who promised me one year after the next year, after the next year, after the next year, that he was going to either just give me an engagement ring or we was going to get married, just turned into exhaustion after a while. The fact that we were staying together and we didn't even have to pay that many utilities like that or any bills because we were staying with his parents. So we did have our own place at first. But we lost that because um, getting personal, I got pregnant, lost the baby. He lost his job at the same time. So um, he he was not man enough to handle all of this. And I still stuck with him three years after that. He really showed no type of improvements. That right there really got me like, like, and then his family used to use me. So him and his family used to use me. So it got to the point where it's just like, okay, I'll never in my life get back into a relationship where I'm either going to live with a man because yes, you, I do believe you do need to know how a person lives before you get married, but no, I don't believe you need to stress yourself out like that with a person when you just, you know, you're used to how you live and you know, y'all got to come up with a way to meet in the middle somewhere. And then once y'all get engaged, then y'all can start working on that. If y'all really, really can deal with each other, like just on visitations, like you going to their house or they come to your house, they can see how you live like that. Because every time they come over there, your place is not going to be speaking span clean. Everything not going to be all gravy. It's going to be as is, as how you are, you know? So that right there should tell them, do I want to deal with this? We trifling, you know, anything like that. <laughs> but that that whole moving in before marriage, I don't think I'll ever do that again. We He would really have to prove that we finna get married. We Like, for real, for real. Yeah. <laughs> Same. So, I would never do it again. I did it twice. Yep. I never do never again. I've never. I've never. And twice. I, I did this shit twice. Moved down here with the nigga. Ooh. Never again. Mm. Ever. 
gonna put it this way i feel like women are socialized to want marriage men are not so the reason why we expect the man to step up and be the one to make that step saying that you know they're ready to be committed they're ready to work on this thing for real is because almost every woman that i know was raised to want to be a wife almost every guy that i know was raised to play the field and then eventually settle down when he got tired of it and those are two very very different ways of functioning and so while we think that we play a house with you building a life, you are out here living your best life until you find the next best thing. And then it makes it difficult for everybody to know what page they're on. So, I mean, communication is super duper important, but I also think that a lot of men, and I'm only speaking from the men in my family and the messages I know that my male cousins received, I think men are also taught how to manipulate women into giving them what they want until they're ready to move on to the next woman too. So it's yeah. hard for us to trust that when you maybe I'm a we gonna get engaged, we gonna get engaged. Yeah, cool, cool. It's hard for us to trust that you really mean that because I listened to my male cousins joke about, yeah, man, I told her we was gonna get engaged, but man, mm -hmm. I ain't ready for that. Like y'all not even telling the truth. Like just mm -hmm. tell the truth. Right. So mm -hmm. it makes women have a guard up. And I think that's why a lot of us are like, never again, or no, I ain't doing that. Because why put ourselves in that position when we know, when we know for a fact that certain things are not being communicated truthfully? Right. Give me the ring or shut up. <laughs> and then another thing, piggybacking off of the whole moving in thing, I've always felt like certain things prolong the process of getting married hence why i don't have children right now i'm 30 years old i could have been a kid but i don't for one aside from that's how i was raised and my religion but i just think okay you already gave him the baby y'all already living together playing house what do we need to marry you for like you literally have like what else is do you have to offer him you doing everything already for yeah, nothing that, literally and that's why people thought I was just crazy because when I left my ex, I literally like just one day was just like, why am I even still here? I literally got up and left and never spoke to him again. And people just like, after all that time y'all been together, you just said, fuck it. Yes, it was mm -hmm. easy. It was very easy. That whole entire year, I left him in October of that year. That whole year, I had no, no emotion toward him at all. I was really just stuck because of financial issues. So, I completely and that's agree. another thing. You got to make sure you good and on your toes, on your feet, on your P's and Q's before you get with a man. Don't ever fall back on a man for nothing. Nothing. So. Absolutely. Lawrence, um, what were you thinking? Okay, so I think a big problem with what's going on today in the world of marriage, because, you know, there's actually more divorces than marriage today. It's, it's, it's really bad, actually. Mm -hmm. um, the commercialization of marriage and then the whole idea of why people get married has been so screwed up that people don't know what's really going on. People, remember, people, the whole point of marriage is because you love that person and they love you and you're sure of that. And then I know that's in today's time with the way people act and be fake and stuff like that, it's so hard to tell. Now, that's the problem. It's so hard to tell when somebody legitimate, when a girl, it's so hard to tell if a girl really worth marrying, if she really gonna marry you when you ask. And for you women, I know guys play so many games and they, you know, they just after the booty a lot of times. And I know people get tired of that. And we come up with these crazy defense mechanisms and games people play. Um, 
but the thing we got to do is remember the whole reason you want to be with this person in the first place is because you got to love that person. You got to be like, I want the rest of my life. When, well, I think Akani asked it earlier, how long is a committed relationship? Forever. This is for life. You know, mm -hmm. the next time I get married personally, that's it. She ain't going nowhere. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's together. That's it. I feel that. You yeah. much better know Say that, that King. Hold on to her tight, bro. I ain't mad at that with <laughs> what I wanted to say, I understand what he's saying too about the whole thing, but we changed the narrative of marriages. Back when they first started people getting married, they were getting married for money. I can marry my poor ass family into this rich one and have a rich family because my daughter or such just married in. And we tried to change what marriage was. People weren't marrying for love. That's what relationships were for. Mm -hmm. So and and the, the hardest part about it is, like he was saying, most most marriages end up in divorce. And guess what? The statistic is the highest for money. money. Always money. So personally, in my eyes, people don't really date or marry for love anymore. Because when you go, that's why I, I like I like the question about how long is a serious relationship? Because say somebody is doing like everything you want them to do he he pay or or say he wanted to model dudes from back in the day pay all the bills ain't nobody ain't nobody got a uh, like his wife don't work she take care of the kids blah 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 he makes her home straight but he don't want to get married would you agree to that no no, no absolutely mm -hmm. not no absolutely not because I've been through it before. I I've been through all of this before. Like, but, but I'm saying, like, he's he, like, I'm trying to, like, I'm saying, like, do literally, like, doing everything for okay. you, only you, nobody else. But he just don't want to get married. So okay, you, man, you have. You wouldn't take somebody okay. that would be wholeheartedly for you whatsoever, but he don't want to get at, married. Okay, like, look at it like this. I work in the medical field, mm -hmm. and I this I literally had this situation happen. This guy. He he expired, which means he died. Mm -hmm. he, he the person who was up here, we presumed that they she was his wife because she was up here handling everything. She was here when he came in, all of that. Right. Come to find out, a week after he expired, his actual legal wife came up here, changed everything that the presumed wife she had set up the funeral arrangements, everything. She changed everything. She got everything, and. But this is not even the person that he is spending his life with. So, Correct. all right. And that so even happened would in my own family. For example, in my in my own family, my mother is the oldest of my grandma's five kids. My grandpa, and my grandma, were married. They had two kids together. They broke up. My granddaddy moved on, started another life. My grandma moved on. She had kids, two kids with somebody else. She broke up with him. They had another baby with somebody else. But the whole time they were still married. When my granddaddy died, my grandma got everything my granddaddy owned. And mind you, he had a whole nother life with another woman, other kids and everything. And they was just left with nothing. So you can't just say, oh, I'm doing everything for you and this and that. You could have had a secret life that I didn't know nothing about. And now I'm just left in the dust because you didn't want to, you quote, I'm didn't want to marry me. I'm trying to make it as if he has none of these previous problems or anything. This is a clean slate, dude. Okay, no but it's never a clean slate. Because if I'm don't know that. You, okay, I'm living with you. Okay, and I'm you saying, die, if he, if he comes to you clean on the table with all of this information that you want. 
your second cousin can come up here and take everything because they are technically your blood relative. They can get any and everything that you have because you did not technically legally marry me. But if you write me a will, you can still get his stuff, correct? And 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 they can fight that. Yeah, that's the problem. And, so and, it, will, and it will be yeah. in court for a really long time because they are his family. So. But. Um, that's the problem because it has been legalized that way. So you gotta be careful about it. That's all. Mm -hmm. So basically, Hi, money ruins marriages. Okay. So first of all, I would like to say I feel like Akadi um, was incorrect <laughs> on guys knowing that they are in love with a girl after six months to a year. That's a freaking lie. That's once a blue moon that happens or just special men so that's why my faces <laughs> were like that <laughs> um, but I will say if men um well and also I wanted to um piggyback off on what um Karina said too like we um it's normalized with women like just like she said we're told to I guess get married or whatever with men that's not as well um with my past relationship is I was kind of like giving the run around and it was starting to piss me off because it's like I wasn't necessarily doing wife things, but I'm like, okay, well, what's the next step? If you know, like we're three years in, what's the next step? Like, what's after this? I've been in a relationship for three years. Like, mm -hmm. I know there's yeah. more to it. And I'm tired of like doing the same stuff over and over again. You know what I'm saying? And I will say, when I was married in the past, I moved in after I got married. So I would never. Like well, I mean, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna lie. I would do it now if I was still in a relationship um, for over three years. Yes, like if I didn't ever break with my ex, I probably would move with him with him before marriage. But in the past, I didn't, and I'm good. I did. I'm I'm happy I didn't in the past because I was obviously younger. I was like 21. But like I was saying, um, I don't believe that Akani and um, I forgot what else Juju said. I was going to piggyback off that. But yeah, I just kind of feel bad for um, our generation. Oh, no, that's what it is. I forgot. I feel bad for our generation due to the fact that um, men's, like, it's not normalized now where men should be dating for love. I know that I do, or I date for love and marriage. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not dating just because, like, I'm not dating you because you're cute or whatever or because you have money. I don't give a fuck if I get married in a rich family or not. Like, I wasn't rich either. Like, my dad, he loved St. Vincent DePaul. The fuck, like, I had to deal with that, you know, in my childhood. And I'm cool with that. And I've dated people in the past that were, like, put their nose up, like, no, I want better. And that's fine. But, and also, one last thing, because I kind of feel like I'm along with it. Earlier, I did read on Twitter, and I forgot to retweet it, but I did read that men usually divorce women beyond money or besides money. Y'all divorce us women because we get sick. They said the second um, reason is because we get breast cancer. But women are told, hey, your your husband gets sick. He gets dementia. He do this. We have to sick with y'all. Mm -hmm. Be quiet. Take care of yeah. him. It's your wifely duty to take care of That's really sad. That's really sad because like it's not even, I don't want to just say just black women, but just women and period, period. Like we are really like taught to stick with y'all to the end. But when something happens to us, y'all like, oh damn. Oh, well, I'll get you a new model. Stay here. 
they try to get a new model. Yeah, like, like what? What's up with that? Like, how do y'all? How do y'all learn that? My my question for the men is like, if someone gets sick or whatever the case may be, like when it's like really serious, like Mm -hmm. what what goes through your mind where you're like, hey, should I really stay with this person or? They have cancer, or, or I found out they can't. They're they're infertile, or okay, let me, whatever. Let me like, what goes through your mind where y'all like, I don't want to be with this person anymore. Let me go get a fresh new bitch. Like that sounds yeah. like some white people <laughs> shit or some dummy <laughs> shit. Let me answer that. Definitely not. Um, that okay. I'll say a lot of men do do that. I'm not gonna pretend that they don't. A lot of women do it too, but I don't think that's the norm. I don't think that's what we're taught. Now, women are naturally more nurturing. Than a lot of men, like a man would rather be there a lot, a lot of times more financially, or hey, let me do something instead of just being there. But uh, definitely, if you're in a real relationship, a real committed relationship, especially if you're married, that's totally unacceptable. Remember, when you take your vows, one of them is you vow to stay with that person in sickness and health for better or for worse. You know what I'm saying? So that's the mm-hmm. kind of stuff you got to be thinking about that comes to mind. When I say this, if this person, if this happens to this person and both her legs get chopped off, that's it. You know what I'm saying? That's it. We got to be together. It don't matter. You know what I'm saying? I got to be there if I got to you know, wipe her butt, if I got to uh, feed her, you know, if I got to make all her meals and stuff like that, so be it. So I, you're I, telling I, me you're going to stay married to nubs? Listen, my wife and I, <laughs> when my daughter was born, she, uh, she was really, it, it, she had a really hard, uh, difficult labor. She had to get a C-section and it was an emergency one. So some, some complications happened. Some things went wrong. Um, I had to wipe her tail for about four months after, you know, we got out of the hospital and everything like that. Oh, wow. Wow. Well, God bless you, Lawrence. A lot of people yeah. are like you. It's, it's, not, it's not uncommon either. I mean, if you really love a person, you'll do that for them. It don't matter. Like, Yeah, I don't think it's uncommon. I've just never heard nobody personally have to go through that around our age. So, yeah. that, kudos to you. Right. Because, so, I, so I'm going to be honest. Like, I'm the type of person... I feel like if I can criticize, then I can also uplift. So, yeah, I I will be the first one to say, like, I've had a lot of negative experiences when it comes to men sticking it out with their wives, men sticking it out with their girls when things got hard. But you just told me that, like, you stuck it out. So, of course, we're going to say good job, not because we trying to, like, gas you up or nothing, but because you right, right. acknowledgement for being a decent human being. Like, I appreciate hearing that because my grandfather – my dad's dad is the only man that I've ever seen actually do that. Like my grandmother had Alzheimer's and she was one of those people that had Alzheimer's for 20 some years. Right. And when it finally got to the point where he could no longer take care of her at home because it wasn't safe for him to continue to try to move her and bathe her and that kind of stuff. Cause he was older too. Right. Um, and she almost burned out on the house twice because she thought she could still cook. Mm-hmm. He put her in a nursing home and it broke his heart. But that he, that didn't stop him from loving her and being dedicated to her because that man went up to that nursing home three times a day to feed her. Like mm. the nurses didn't feed her. He fed her. He made sure she was okay. My grandmother got amazing care because they knew that Fitz was going up there to check on Bessie. That like, that's just what it was. Right. Mm. But I don't see that kind of dedication because like if you, if you post on social media right now, my girl, um, gained 100 pounds over the course of our two-year relationship and I'm thinking about leaving, what should I do? I can guarantee Ooh. you that 90% of men will say leave. With the quickness and I ain't gonna think up. twice about it. Yeah. Right, she should have kept herself up and I've seen this exact post, like I've seen it actually play out like that where they will use every excuse for the most minute things 
forget understanding a woman's body and the fact that it's not as easy for us to lose weight once we get to a certain age and yada 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 like taking all of that out you really just told me that this girl that you claim to love lost value when she got fat like that's, that's that that was your breaking point her getting fat. when her heart more than likely is never like that in any way but most of the dudes that make those claims on those posts aren't those type of dudes to stick around for anybody not even for themselves those yeah, are the type of dudes that get play and be the ones who do not deserve it and i don't understand how it works right but in the same instance a dude may say oh i love this woman she gained 100 pounds and I've been trying to help her change her eating habits. She don't want to. I've been trying to help her improve her life and she just don't want to do it. And I'm at my breaking point in that sense. A lot of people don't, I feel like a lot of people give up on people, but most people do give a tad bit, especially if they actually love you. They're going to give you a tad. Like they're going to give you something to hold on to. Like That's not my experience at all though. Like my mom got sick when I was a kid and no lie, my dad who had that father who, went up to the nursing home and fed his wife three times a day. My dad wasn't mm -hmm. that man. Like, even mm -hmm. though that was the model set for him, my dad was not that man to my mom. My mom deserved so much better than what she got when she got sick. To the point mm -hmm. where my dad not only disengaged from being a husband, but he disengaged from being a father because he was resentful that he had to now step up and do more. Like, oh. I, those aren't my experiences. So I know that that's what you're saying, though, and I, like, respect that, and I hope that that's the case. But I have to be 100% honest when I say that's not what I've seen in my family growing up. And that's not what I've seen out of the men that I've known. Like, they don't stick around. Like, my, my, like my godson's parents right now are splitting up because she has epilepsy and had to leave work because her doctors won't clear her to go back. And he's resentful that he now has to step the hell up. Like, wow. I don't know how oh, to God. Like, I literally don't know how to deal with that and how to have faith in men. When I'm watching a guy that I actually respected and loved like a brother be a shitty ass human being because now he has to step up and do a little bit more to help his sick wife mind you she's at mm -hmm. home with a three-year-old little active boy all day long fighting epilepsy at the same time as him. but he will come home and be like i just need some time to myself i just got off work you don't need no time to yourself you need to go be a father now like she's here yeah. all day like she needs some time to like exactly but like that, I don't see that happening consistently. I really don't. So that's why I'm saying like, you got to understand women have this, y'all think we have a chip on our shoulders, but we have a lot of negative experiences that make us guarded. It's not a chip necessarily. We just don't know how mm -hmm. to open up when we've seen that many people who have shown us that we're not being socialized the same way when it comes to relationships. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, so, a like, word. As as Tracy and Karina, though, I apologize. I got to have you first experience and whatnot. Go I'm ahead, Akani. I'll speak my, after my, you or whatever. Um, all right, my bad. But um, that, 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 I apologize to hear that coming from y'all because when y'all say y'all want us to answer these questions, it's hard for us to get y'all an honest answer from what we understand because even though y'all will give us our credit or whatnot for being the way we are, Y'all still going to somewhat downplay by saying, well, from your personal experience, you know, you you seen somebody be trashed to your mother. You've seen somebody be trashed to your sister or something like that. And um, that's kind of messed up for, for us because we'll say from our experience, we've seen our friends, our fathers, we've seen our cousins and whatnot actually take care of their women in their lives and whatnot, even when they were sick, dying, and trying their best to, you know, have them live as long as they have because the uncle I just lost, his first wife, uh, she had got cancer. She beat it and got cancer again. He stayed with her through it, the whole thing. And I was hoping that she prayed, you know, he prayed for it and whatnot, tried to get her to beat it again this time. And it fought through, you know what I'm saying? But he stuck with her. They was married for about 30-something years. And then he got a new wife. And then when they got together or whatnot, 
she got cancer for him, but he ended up getting cancer as well. But he still was taking care of her as much as he possibly could while having the cancer that he had. So he ended up having stage four cancer or whatnot. Now his wife that he has now is you know trying to hold on to everything with her having cancer, and it's gonna be kind of tough. But it's 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 kind of hard for y- for y'all to say the things y'all say right after we say we we have the experience ourselves to see that. Or, you know, we have these guys in our lives that's like great uh, father figures. We have these friends and whatnot that, like, that shows us know how to treat a woman right. Like, that's bold that my man's just going to leave because she got epilepsy or whatnot. Now he got to be the man in the house or, or step up. That's gay. That's, that's some whole ass shit. I hate that. Cause that because it hurts me more than anything because I'm trying right. to find somebody that I can take care of when I grow up. Or what I mean, when I get somebody, you know, the love and whatnot. And it's not fair to us because y'all going to always be guarded. And that's kind of tough on us. All the time. But Akani, I'm sorry. You can say what you're saying. The thing, the, but the thing, like that irritates me, is how y'all, how you just worded what you said. You said it's hard for us to be honest with y'all because when we tell y'all what we can do, it's not easier. Whatever the hell you saying. How is it hard? I didn't, hard for I didn't say that. Honest. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I never said. You did. I never, you did say it's never, hard for us to be honest. I, no, no. I never said it's what hard say, for Dan? us to be honest. And we don't have no problem with being honest. I said it's hard for us to hear what y'all say after we're honest about what we say. So if we see here and telling you that we have the experience, y'all have the opposite. Like we, we have those good people in our lives that treat women right and stick with them the entire time. It's hard for us to hear. The, the, for y'all to downplay the situation right after y'all say kudos to you because you're a good person, but because of my experience, I'm gonna still be guarded with you. So don't do, so don't reword what I'm saying because now you're gonna make it sound like I said something bad when I didn't. So is what I'm saying is, is, is there's there's a lot of great men right now in our generation. There's a whole lot more that's worse. We know that for sure because we we did we see it too. Even the men we see it. So we know how much harder it is for us to be as great as we try to possibly be. But it, because of you guys being so heavily guarded from what y'all experienced and what y'all seen as well, it's hard for us to sit there and be like, dang, man, she just, she just said, well, cool, but so? Because, because of our experience, y- y'all seen stuff so many times. It's like, even though we, we have the experience, the proof or whatnot to show you that we, we know how it is to be great and we're going to stick it out no matter what goes on, we, it gets downplayed. That's okay, well, okay, so I get what you're saying. I'm going to say what I got to say quick. I get what you're saying. I respect it. I, myself, I don't feel like I'm guarded when it comes to me. I feel like I do have great judgment of character. I don't have that many situations where I'm around people because I know for a fact what I'm going through in my life right now. I'm not surrounding myself around any nigga, oh, excuse me, any man or woman that don't take care of their kids because, like I said, the other day I was having a hard time with Kimora. Um, and I myself, like I'm beating myself up, trying not to contact her dad because I talked to the other baby mama and he's ignoring her. So why do I need to contact him? So yeah, I'm not guarded. I just have great judgment of character. When I hear from other people and they say, Hey, he's not doing for his kids or he's not doing for his, or, you know, girlfriend, baby mama, whatever the fuck, that's fine. But I'm going to judge you how I want to. I'm not going to go off on anybody else's word. I'm going to do it for myself because we may have a different experience. And I maybe I just want to be cool with you. But I when respect. once I hear somebody's disrespecting somebody or not doing, you know, fulfilling their responsibilities, that's when I need to remove myself because whoever's around me, that shit's going to reflect on me. And you're not about to have me acting like you with my damn kid and my family. Okay, I'm done. Bye. Respect.
I respect that. I was just speaking in general. I wasn't. I wasn't pointing anything. Well, no, no. I get what you're saying. Okay. I get what you're saying. Right. I didn't I want you to feel like I was attacking anybody. That that wasn't me. Yeah, I was just speaking. No, in I know where you live. It's fine. Okay, so I just want to piggyback kind of off of what. Well, I kind of want to ask Akani because you say you know all these great men. You know, they do this and they do that for their women, blah, blah, blah. But I guarantee you, you know niggas who are dogs, too. So, don't um, try to... I, I said that. I said I, I said Play it I like... Said, you like, talking kind of fast, though, Akani, so you probably was not black. really hearing everything. Look, oh, we all know that both like, sides of the stre- spectrum is out here. Yeah. I know plenty of dog women. I know plenty of dog dudes. I know plenty of good women, and I know plenty of good dudes. We just all. I, have I would to have to personally say I really don't know no dog chicks. I like literally I do. do not I know, know no dog women that will literally chew you up and spit you out. I'm saying. Here's the thing, though. I, I think the whole problem behind both of these, both ends of the spectrum, is the definition and the perspective of masculinity in our world have changed. Because back in the day. If a dude wouldn't take care of his family, if he wouldn't take care of his kids, he wouldn't have no friends. They right. weren't like, okay, yeah, let's go play PlayStation, man. No, no, get away from me, nigga, you bum. You ain't taking care of what's, you know, your responsibilities or nothing like that. If a dude, you know what I'm saying, was cheating on his wife, you know, his dudes wouldn't be like, yeah, man, you know what I'm saying, you hit that. No, they wouldn't be like that. They'd be like, no, get away from me, man. You, you, in, you cast out of society. We can't respect that. We can't hang with that. There's nothing cool about that. And same for women. Women would be like, um, you cheating on your husband? Get out of here. Don't talk to us. Ugh, we don't want to be uh, identified as that. You know, birds of a feather flock together. But those ideas have changed so much in our society. Now that the dudes who are the drug dealers and uh, the dudes who have multiple baby mamas and no commitments, uh, you know, the futures and all the kind of, those are the dudes, you know what I'm saying, for one, that women aspire to for some reason and then the dudes see that they get all the women and they want the women so they aspire to that as well they're like okay if i be more like this guy maybe i can have what he has but i mean even though that's not how it works but our definitions of masculinity and what men are and the role they play in our society have vastly changed and we need to change it back honestly especially in the black community because it's really crippling us if you look at our whole community as a whole and what's going on right now is terrible if you look at all these uh protests and marches they're being led by women and that's backwards the men we supposed to be spearheading this we supposed to have been protecting our women we supposed to have been fighting for freedom you know what i'm saying we supposed to been have made more martin luther kings and malcolm x's but just things had changed so horribly you know, it's, it's too many mama's boys. It's too many men raised by single mothers, no fathers in their life, no uncles there to, to teach them stuff. Where their daddies at? Exactly. They in jail or they dead. That's the problem. They okay. killed so many of our men. They, they daddies right. live down the dang gone street from them. Don't be talking about going to jail or they, you know, <laughs> they daddies is around the corner. Okay. No, they ain't. Everybody daddy not around the corner. Everybody, no, everybody was. is not. But this whole notion of, oh, my dad wasn't in my life majority of them they was dead or in jail no the hell they wasn't okay because my friends whose dads wasn't in their life that i know they daddies was living in the same city that they was living in okay that's crazy that's, for them but where were their dads though because i mean okay maybe we're talking about two generations now because we're in 2020 but did they have fathers who showed them how to be men because here's the thing i one thing i know for sure like me growing up in my life now I wish I would have had, I had a dad in my life and he taught me what he could, but I wish I would have had, like, like now I have about four dads. I have four men I respect as father figures in my life and they have helped shape and mold me and keep me out of so many pitfalls in life. And I, and I see, and I feel bad for dudes who don't have that because you bound to fail. It's, it's hard being a man. It's, it's a, another level of responsibility. Not saying it's hard, not hard being a woman. Cause it's, I'd definitely rather be a man than a woman. I'm just say that. But for um, sure. 
Yeah, definitely. But it, it's a level of education and uh, rearing that we need to be successful men, to be good men, not just any man, not just a grown up boy, but a man. Okay, okay. Lauren, you done? Go, yeah, go, go share and tell. Go share and tell. Okay. Give my so, about the whole mama's boys and all of that stuff, mm -hmm. um, all of y'all don't know this, but I'm currently going through a divorce. And he was a mama's boy. I mean, mama's boy to the T. Um, pretty much like if we say something, like if I say something, he got to run it past his mama. Mama don't stay with us or nothing like that. But he had very good exceptional examples of a man. Um, his mom's stepdad, um, all of her brothers, like all of them were there. Granted, his dad was still alive for, I think, like a good 10 years of his life. But the issue is, like, for the ones who did not have their fathers in their life, nine times out of 10, the mama's be in the ear talking about, oh, well, you know, your daddy did this or your daddy over there playing house with X, Y, and Z. You know, they're being bitter and, feel, you know, fulfilling their heads instead of letting them go ahead and make their own decisions about the dad. But I feel like because they're so attached to the mamas, they just, they don't want to, it's like they don't want to break away. And it's, I'm not going to even say it's more so like they don't choose to. It's just like, that's what they're used to. Yeah. They don't want to change. That makes so sense. So they just do whatever, you know, they just do whatever they want to do. And that's just what they know. So everything is always going to be mom, mom, mom. And they could like, for him, his uncles would, you know, be like, hey, come over here, come hang with the boys. And he got, uh, their whole family is all boys. It's only three girls. Everybody else is, a, you know, it's all men. And mm. he will always want to stay under his mama. Never want to hang with the uh, with his uncles and his cousins. But I just feel like they just, you know, like they choose not to change. Mm -hmm. And I it's like, when like, you stuck a, on it, I'm good. Go ahead. Oh, no, my bad. <laughs> but it's this guy that I was <laughs> talking to. Like, I used to date him in high school. High school was one thing. We were still young. We were still living with our parents. But as That's we it. got older, he um decided to come back into the picture. He wanted to, like, really try to pursue me and whatnot. But you know, and he, like when we first started talking, he had his own place, had his own car, all of that. Like he had a decent job and everything. But after a few months, he's like, "Yeah, I live back at my mom's," and he's saying all that stuff. So okay, I'm like, "All right, you know, things happen." But then he's like, "I feel like I gotta always take care of my mama." So I'm just like, "Okay, that could be a problem," because he wasn't saying it like, you know, you know how we all need to be there for our mothers, our parents. Period. He wasn't saying it like that. He's saying like, oh, I, I traded my car in to give my mama some money. Stuff like that. And it's just like... Mm-mm. 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 Let me... Okay. That Real quick, y'all. So oh. oh, my bad. I was going to say... I'm uh, sorry. But that had Go turned ahead. me off so much. And then he ended up finding out he was having a kid. Why did he let his mama determine how he's supposed to raise his kid? This man is 31 years old. Oh, my God. Now I got something else to say. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but I was going to say that, and then I was going to piggyback off of Lawrence, but I was going to kind of switch up what he was saying a little bit because my dad was not shit when it came to relationships or the marriage that he had with my mother. But when it came to raising me and my brother, he did everything and did not miss a single beat. So there's levels to men not, you know, being there for the woman and there's things that I see like just be, people think just because I lived in a household with both my parents all my life 
that, you know, I got that, you know, that, that perspective that everything is all good and, you know, just, it, isn't, it, was, it wasn't like that. I seen my dad, like, cheating virtually. My dad mm-hmm. moved out while, while I was still in school to go live with a woman four blocks over. So, you know, it, it was stuff like that. Like, when it came to the relationship, he wasn't shit. But when it came to his kids, he would, did not miss a beat. So some stuff, I still be like, I swear to God, I could never find a man like my daddy. He was good when it came to being a father. But when it comes to relationships and marriage, oh, no. But Okay, real quick uh, before Tracy. So that whole, the whole being a mama's boy thing, let me tell you something. I've been living with it for 30 years, okay? My mm-hmm. dad is a super duper to the core like if you want a model of a mama's boy it is Derek Richard South okay because my okay so my granddad died when my dad was like I think he was probably like eight or nine maybe no he might have been in high school he was my dad was young but my dad is like extremely attached to my grandma to the point where when all this COVID stuff started happening my dad would be, I would hear him on the phone to his girlfriend crying, I'm so worried about my mama, I just got to take care of my mama, blah, 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 this and that. But his own daughter is at home, literally on the brink of death with COVID, but you on the phone crying about my grandma. Granted, I do love my grandma, that's my girl, but like my dad is like, my dad ain't never been married, the only like, real, he only got one child, which is me. Like, and I really believe it's because he do not want to take care of nobody but himself and my grandma, and that's it. Like, he is, like, extremely obsessed and overly, like, attached to my grandma. And it's, like, crazy to me. Everybody don't know how to cope with death, either. True. That's, that's true, but... Um, oh, piggybacking off of what Jazz was saying about the guy and him having a baby. So my life like really been like the whole little um a show or whatever. So, I didn't notice that too. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm listening. <laughs> so when me and him first got together, um I would say like a month after that, like this was just in the dating stage, he called me crying like she said hate is not mine and I can't believe this and da 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 I'm like, okay, I mean, so what y'all gonna do about it? We gonna take the test? I said, okay, we'll take the test. So then when it came to take the test, it was, oh, we not taking the test. And um, she said that she is mine. She was just playing. His, like, everybody offered to pay for like even his uncle offered to physically pay for this test out of his pocket he didn't want nothing to do with it and um it came down to it again it came up again she said she not mine and she gonna take her away and here go his mama that's no we not doing that i'm gonna call her right now and we gonna have a sit down and we gonna talk about because she ain't about to take my baby away oh no ma'am it's not your baby and (laughs) Hmm? Uh-uh. No, she froze. <laughs> Connection interrupted. Sorry, y'all. I got that picture. That was a good one, though. <laughs> but, don't, um, don't do, don't do shiny. Okay, don't do it. Okay, Tracy, wrap us up. Wrap um, us up. my last thing I was gonna say is, um, so when it comes to, or I'm gonna piggyback off what I said earlier when I was saying about 
not being really like surrounded about um, around people um that are like shitty people in general um i will say that you know i did learn the hard way kind of like my dad he didn't really like treat my mom the best emotionally like he he was a provider he made sure he was a provider um but it was kind of like he made sure my mom didn't work all the time and stuff. So, but she was always there for us. He really wasn't. But I mean, we all lived in the same house. Now, when he got sick um, six years ago, yeah, it's 2020. When he had got sick, my mom was distraught. So I will say like my mom, she didn't like go behind his back, like use his money or anything when he was put in a nursing home or anything. Like she actually, you know, took care of him and everything like that and that's the re part of the reason why I got the military is to assist her with that but you know his condition um progressed so much but at the end of the day like the type of person that my father was I always said I would stay away from somebody like that and I will say like my my child's father is kind of like that but not like him but um I, yeah I learned the hard way with that and I'll never do it again. That's why I'm very, very careful with who I, I put or allow around me. And um, that's basically it, I guess. That's I just wanted to say that, but I had to get my thoughts together. I'm tired. Okay. So what was the last part y'all heard me say? Um, that his mama said that she was going to call the room. Yes. She not about to take my baby away and yada, yada, yada. So as time went on, like, the closer I got with his uncles and stuff and the family and best friend, they was like, yeah, that's not the first time she even said that um, quiet is kept. He knew from the beginning that that wasn't his baby, but his mama said, you gonna, uh, my granddad, my daddy ain't show you how to be a man like that, so you gonna take care of that girl, baby. And quiet, the, oh, no. the baby wasn't his. Yeah, the baby was not his. And um, he got stuck. He's legally father to the little girl and that's not his baby because mama said oh you should sign the birth certificate because that's your kid oh when mama Ooh, needs to stay out the business yeah. Yeah, we don't that's like why that. i demand my mama to stay out of my affairs i cannot <laughs> but it's still like that like still to this day he still talks to his mama about stuff that he shouldn't even be talking to her about and that's for sure a situation that he's living that seem that he seems might be wrong but that shit feel right to him he need to go somewhere because mama ain't it that's why i'm giving him back to his regular ass mama <laughs> <laughs> well all right <laughs> but we be having some topics on here and we be sharing some stories that's for sure mm-hmm that's for sure. But this was concluding the end of our session for today. Seems so right, but feels... I'm sorry, look at me. Seems so wrong, but feels so right. <laughs> look at me saying the wrong thing. But we'll be back next week. About what? I don't know. But it might be deep. So, no better vibes. Mo better vibes. Mo <laughs> all right, Akani. <laughs> all right, y'all. We out of here for tonight. So peace. Peace. All right. Bless you. All right, peace.